Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Welcome to Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. Another really interesting call with someone today. This is a person who reappeared after two years. Two years of bouncing around and saying he was looking for help and going from one relationship to another to another to another. And when he called in today after two years, he wanted to focus on his ex-wife and his ex-girlfriend and the other ex-girlfriend. He wanted to focus on what everyone else had done wrong and he didn't want to focus on any kind of ownership. There was nothing that he needed to own. There was nothing that he needed to fix. He had 45 years of the same pattern and it's 45 years of everyone else being to blame. And of course, a part of those 45 years is going to be childhood and adolescence, but let's say 25 years, 25 years of the same thing, but he has no part in it. There is absolutely no ownership. Can you see that from the outside looking in? If you have a pattern of two and a half decades of your wife and your ex-girlfriend and your other ex-girlfriend and your other three or four ex-girlfriends all having problems, you need to look at what you are attracting to yourself. If you're not getting what you want out of your relationships, you need to look at how you're communicating. If you're not if you meet a person and you see something good in them, if you see something attractive in them, but by the time you're done with them, you know, six months of interacting with you, eight months of interacting with you, you see that the person is totally different and you keep seeing this pattern, you need to look at yourself. What are you doing to a person who is full of life, who is optimistic, who is looking for love. And there are so many other qualities that you can mention. But after she has interacted with you for a few months, she starts changing. She's not as lively. She's not as happy. Now, you're not 
in control of any other person. That's true. But is there something that you're doing that causes other people to doubt themselves or not be as open? Are you contributing to this negative environment? Are you contributing to the worst of a person coming to the surface? You're not responsible for that, but are you contributing to it? Are you contributing to the relationship in such a way that you pull the best out of that person and that person pulls the best out of you? So many of my clients are looking for love. They are looking for relationships. They are looking for peace. They're looking for a safe place to come home to or a safe place that they can abide in a relationship with another person. They want love and care and a person who, um, you know, takes care of them and watches out for them, a partner in crime, if you will. But if you are constantly doing things to hurt other people, if you are constantly doing things that other people perceive as being an attack, if you are constantly communicating and have truths just so that you can technically say that you're not lying, you've got problems. You are contributing. Why am I talking about this? Well, I'm talking about this because I see it a lot. I'm talking about it because I just said goodbye to this person. And and the whole point of the conversation was, you know, I'm looking at his notes from two years ago, and I'm saying, you need to be honest. You do not communicate in an honest fashion. You don't say what you mean, and you don't mean what you say. You are contributing to these problems. And so... And, and I already had in my notes that this person is not going to last with me. Um, somehow he got unblocked. I, I think I went through something a couple of months ago where I just unblocked 550 people. And I just sent out a message and said, okay, you all get a second chance. And he was one of those people. So he has come back and it's the same thing. But, but now there are more relationships in this path. More relationships, more heartache, more disappointment, more frustration, more disappointment that he's facing because he's not getting what he wants. And so I'm looking at these notes and I'm saying, I need to tell you, you know, what's here because you need to decide whether or not this is the right place for you. And I went through the notes and I, I told him, you don't communicate well. You don't do these things well. You're not the kind of person who speaks the truth. But you want, this is the list of things that he said he wanted. I'm going to pull that list up. I, and of course, you guys know that I keep notes. Um, I'm not going to tell this person's identity. But what does he want? He wants um, stability. He wants... Um, his needs to be met. He wants tranquility. He wants a partner. He does not want conflict. He wants someone who communicates well. He wants this ideal relationship. 
He wants this beautiful space and this beautiful environment, but what does he have to contribute? He has ego. He has bitterness. He has this obnoxious behavior. He has this sense of self that he is more important than anyone else. He has this feeling that the other person should be open and vulnerable, but he can bullshit his way through the relationship. And you know, it sounds like I'm being hard on him. This is what it looks like on the surface. But what's happening underneath the surface? This is a person who is hurting and who is afraid of what's inside of himself. He is so afraid of what's inside of himself that he is putting up this front and he's going through life with these walls around him. But when you're on the receiving end of that kind of behavior, you don't see a sensitive person who's hurting. What you see is an asshole. So how do people respond to assholes? Well, they shut down or they become antagonistic. They want to fight and engage with the person. They want to protect them, themselves um, from that person. They want to get away from that person. And, and if they love you and they're still hanging in there with you, then the relationship is going to be volatile because they're not getting what they want. They're not getting what they need, but they don't want to move on. And so there you are together, just sort of not liking each other and the relationship becomes more and more volatile. What can he do? What can you do if you're this kind of person? You need to learn the art of open, honest communication. You need to learn the art of vulnerability. Take this as a case study. If there are parts of this person's story that resonate as true for you, then use this as an example of what not to do. Don't be this person. This person has a number of relationships that he has just gone through. He is hurting. He's disappointed. Those women are hurt. They're disappointed. He has reproduced. What kind of person are you in life, in your relationships, in your community, at work, when you are walking around hurting with walls up all around yourself. Have you ever seen a person walk into a room and you can just tell that they are uncomfortable? Have you ever seen a person walk into a room and you can just tell that they are confident and they know who the fuck they are? Have you ever seen a person walk into a room and you can tell that they're shy and they're not going to communicate well? We are not fooling anyone when we try to bullshit our way through relationships. You may put on a good show, you may put on a good act, but you can't bullshit your way through a relationship. Because those insecurities are going to show up. Those hurts and those pains, that baggage, that shit that you're dragging around, it's going to show up. This person did not want to hear that the solution that he needed started with himself. He wanted to play the, the blame game. He wanted everyone else to be at fault. He wanted me to be at fault. He wanted his ex-wife and all of those past girlfriends to be at fault.
you don't get to be 45 going on 46 and say everyone else is to blame. That doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And if you believe that, if that is the ideology that you are subscribing to, your future is not going to be very bright because you're going to go through another year like that, another five years, 10, 15, 20. I have clients in their late 70s who think that everyone else is to blame. What are you going to change when you get into the later years of your life and you're looking for love? You're looking for healthy relationships. How do you get that in those later years in life? How do you get that there's something that you need to fix? How do you work through that stuff at those points in your life? It's doable, but it's extremely challenging. Don't wait until you're 75, 80 to start addressing these things. And I have some precious clients who are in those age um, categories. And it's, it's a challenge for them. But there's still hope. They can still work on these things. But what they would say to you if you're not in that age category is start now. Start now. Start with today. What is it that you are doing that causes yourself pain? What are you doing that causes others pain? Why aren't you getting what you want out of life and out of your relationships? How are you contributing? No, you're not a bad person. No, you're, you're not some horrible defect. Uh, no, there's nothing wrong with you. The only thing in most cases, I would say 99% of the cases, there are some people who, you know, we've talked about this, they are sociopaths and psychopaths and they make their way into the lifestyle and I just don't deal with those people. But those people are usually a very low percentage of the big picture. The majority of people who are in the lifestyle are struggling because they're hurting and they don't know how to work through stuff. They don't know how to deal with the things that come up. They have an aversion to the fucking truth. If the mirror is held up and they have to look into it and they go, well, I, I know my ugly is there, but she did this to me. She did this to me. She needed help. And I was in a relationship with her for over a decade and she was dysfunctional and she was this and she was that. But I still hold that mirror up. There's something that you need to see. Did you state your truth? Did you live your truth? Did you set boundaries for yourself? Did you enter into that relationship under false pretenses? Did you go into that relationship as a healthy person who had boundaries and expectations and who was ready to commit? Did you to commit to communication? Did you choose a person who wants to communicate? How do these things connect to addiction? They are connected to addiction because when people don't get what they want and what they need, they start escaping. 
they start looking for other ways to get what they want, but without having to commit. And so with addiction, what you have is the person just showing up and saying, look, my dick is hard, fix it, do something, make it feel good, and then they're gone. You get people using other people because other people make you feel good. Well, for a moment in time, you feel special. For a moment in time, your dick is happy. For a moment in time, you don't have to be alone. For a moment in time, you can forget about everything that is around you. So you collect people, you collect relationships, and you blame them when you don't get what you want and what you need. And you refuse to do your work. You refuse to face your truth. And, and this is not, any of my guys can tell you, that this is not a process of breaking you down and making you feel like a piece of shit. This is a simple process of holding up the mirror and going, what do you see? Well, I see that I'm hurt. I see that I'm, I'm lonely. I see that I'm afraid. I feel hurt. I feel alone. I feel afraid. When you start to talk on that basic level, that simple level, you become empowered, not weak, but you become empowered. Because it looks like this. If you're in a relationship and you go to a person, and you, the person that you're with, and you say, you know, I'm hurt when you do this. When you say these things, it hurts my feelings or it bothers me. Um, it frustrates me. It, it makes me feel worthless or useless. You know, if you can have those types of conversations with the person that you're with, then you know that you have a, um, a solid, well, there are some positive aspects to the relationship. That's a good start. Absolutely a good start. But if you go to the person that you're with and you start to tell them how you feel and they're dismissive, well, where did this come from? And who have you been talking to? And what's wrong with you? And that kind of thing. Then there may be some issues there. There are some issues there. And they need to be addressed because you're hurting, you have needs, and you don't feel heard. And you turn that over on the flip side. What happens when that person comes to you and they tell you what they want and what they need and how your behavior impacts them negatively? Are you on board with listening? Do you attack them? Can you hear the truth of what they're saying? If you have been with a person for years and years and years and you are trying to save that relationship or you are trying to... Um, Take from that relationship all that you can and move forward into another relationship, but without redoing all of that negative stuff, then you're going to have to learn from it. You're going to have to learn from your own mistakes. You're going to have to learn from the things that you let slide. You're going to have to learn from the standards that you allowed to be so low. If you're allowing a person to walk all over you, if you're allowing a person to mistreat you, if you're allowing a person to cheat on you and you're supposed to be in a monogamous relationship, th this all starts with you. It doesn't start with the other person. If you're not getting what you want and what you need, the issues start with you.
I know it sounds crazy to some people, but it's the truth. Because if you state your truth, no, I, I need a monogamous relationship. No, I need a relationship that is based on love and truth and integrity. No, I need to connect with you. No, I'm not willing to share you, share you with anyone. You state your truth. The other person states their truth. And if you come to an agreement, well, our truths sort of match up. There are a couple of things that are off, but we can work with this. We, we can work with this. How are we going to work with it? We're not just going to ignore these things and let them just pop up randomly. We are going to actively talk about these things and work on them. That is you taking ownership. Notice there is no blame there. There's no judgment. It is simple ownership. Now I'll tell you when there is blame, when you go through the motions and you're lying and you're being untruthful, when you're not living your truth, when you're misleading or misguiding another person so that you can get something from them, this is how you end up wasting years and years and years of your life. This is how you end up having children thinking that those children are going to fix it. This is how you end up having children and, and, and just being negligent. It's because you're not paying attention to your truth. Maybe you're not ready to bring a child into this world. Maybe you're not ready to commit. Maybe you're not the kind of person who wants to settle down. Maybe you feel stifled. Then why are you playing these games with yourself and with other people? Why are you bouncing from one relationship to another, blaming everyone else and refusing to take ownership? Why are you surrounding yourself with yes men and yes women and creating this image of you just being this poor little victim? Why aren't you doing your work? Why aren't you fixing it? Why aren't you moving forward into those things that you really want and that you need and that will bring you fulfillment? Why do you find people who have qualities that you are looking for just so you can suck those things out of them, kill them and destroy them? Are you really looking for good things in life? Are you really looking for a healthy relationship? If you are, then stop the bullshit. If you are really looking for a, a relationship that is fulfilling, and whether or not you want to commit to the person, that's up to you. You know, if you want to have an open relationship, that's between the two of you. But I tell you what, if you find out what your truth is, and you communicate it to a person, then, and they agree to your terms, you know, yes, I'm quite the same way. This works for me. Then you move forward in truth, honesty, and integrity. You communicate with yourself well. You communicate with the other person well. They communicate with you well. If you're just choosing people because they get your dick off, you're going to have problems. If you're just choosing people because they fit your social space 
and they they make really good arm candy it's not going to end well if you're just choosing a person because dot 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 you know she sort of checks this box and that box or he sort of checks this box and that box but you're not choosing someone who's going to require you to be the best you possible you're not choosing someone who requires that you speak honestly that you communicate honestly you're not with someone who requires that you love yourself that you treat yourself well and and I'm not saying that you can't be spanked or tied up you know you can definitely be spanked and disciplined in BDSM and it can be a good thing for you so this is not just a message for vanilla folks who find themselves um, in the, the the grasp of addiction this works for vanilla and BDSM communication is at the heart of everything guys communication is at the heart of everything and the thing that a lot of people miss is that it's not communication with the other person first it is first intrapersonal communication it is the way that you communicate with yourself if you don't communicate with yourself well you're not going to communicate with others well if you find yourself in relationships with people that you don't communicate well with you're not going to get what you want you're not going to get what you need you are going to be frustrated if you don't fix the frustration then you end up becoming angry when people are frustrated and angry they start acting out they shut down they start going other places to get what they want and what they need do you have a cycle is there a pattern for you where you go from one person to another one thing to another and it's always someone else's fault it's always someone else did something to you then chances are that you don't know your truth chances are that you aren't living your truth chances are that you don't love yourself because when you love yourself you take good care of yourself when you love yourself you're so committed to to doing good things for yourself and I'm not talking about making your dick feel good I'm not talking about using other people those are not good things when you love yourself you take good care of yourself you will draw good people and good things to yourself but if you are constantly surrounded by bullshit and drama and disappointment and heartache you need to take a really good long look at yourself hold the mirror up you fucking look at yourself see what's there stop the bullshit just cut it out because the day that you are brave enough to say I'm hurt I'm lonely I'm afraid I'm disappointed I'm and you fill that blank in with a real emotion that's the day that you start moving forward that's the day that the pattern stops 
That's the day that you start moving forward into your new life, your freedom, that peace and tranquility that you're looking for. Other people aren't going to give it to you. You create that peace and that tranquility inside of yourself. And then you attract people who fit your space, who fit your truth. If you are working under the notion that you're going to attract someone to you and that that person is going to make you feel better, that person is going to fix you, that person is going to heal you, you are setting yourself up for grave disappointments. If you are in a destructive, dysfunctional pattern, the only thing that you can do to fix that is to take a really hard look at yourself. You need to figure out what is going on within yourself. Let's go back to this person who has contacted me, who contacted me over a period of two years. Is this right? I need to find the date. Actually, we're looking at two years and four months. That's He wasn't with me for that period of time, but that's when his initial note started. This person had been married for over a decade. He has a young child, a grade school age child. He's bouncing from one relationship to another, and he refuses to take ownership for anything. Everything is someone else's fault. Everything is because someone else had a, an emotional issue. She had a problem. This one had an emotional problem. Can you not see that you're pulling those people to yourself? You are attracting. You are choosing those people. My notes indicated way back in 2015 that this person was not going to move forward, that he was just going to stay stuck because he was using his alpha male ways to hijack the conversation, you know, to make sure that he could prove his point and he could be right. And I could see so easily how in a relationship he was going to shut the other person down. Um, he's saying that he's submissive, but there's nothing submissive about him. The submission is only in the bedroom. That, that means you're not submissive. If you're only willing to relinquish control when your dick is hard, you're not submissive. You're horny and you're freaky. Period. You're not submissive. So this is a person who was only willing to let go, quote-unquote, when he was getting exactly what he wanted. You know, when someone was doing freaky stuff to him, that's the only time that he was willing to let go. But that's not submission. That's you getting exactly what you want. And then, when your dick is not at the center of attention and you have to treat the person with integrity. You have to listen to them. You have to care about them. You have to be interested in what's going on with them. Suddenly, they are a problem. Suddenly, they've got mental issues. Suddenly, this, 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 and that. Now, 
Is it possible that these people have mental issues? Sure it is. But this is why you don't make relationship choices with your dick. This is why you take the time to get to know people before you're in relationships with them. You don't bounce from one thing to another, to another, to another, and expect everything to work itself out. You need to sit back. If you are in a relationship that's not working, then if you decide to end it, then take a moment. Take three to six months and and be by yourself and figure out what's going on. What was your role? What did you let slide that you should not have? How did you actively contribute? What are the parts of your character that need to be addressed? How do you move forward in in the future so that you don't repeat these patterns? You need to have those conversations with yourself. Don't just go from one person to another, one situation to another, bullshitting your way, using that person, trying to get what you can, and then just going, oh, I'm done, you know, you're not working for me. You guys are setting yourselves up for a great deal of heartache because I can see your humanity. I see it when you call in and you're distraught because you don't have the intimacy that you so desperately want. I can see it when you go to the hospital and you are facing your humanity. Literally, you're facing it and there's no one there for you. I can see the desperation in my guys when they think about the relationships that they have lost with good women because they weren't ready. They, the men, were not ready. And so they think about the good women that they have lost. In case you hadn't noticed, this is not a conversation necessarily about BDSM or dominance and submission. This is not a conversation about lifestyle. This is a conversation about people. And before you can engage in the lifestyle, you need to know who you are as a person. This is a podcast, uh, a segment about tumultuous relationships. And the reason that I chose this for today is because there are so many of my guys looking for more. They've played with the toys, they've gone through the fetishes and the fantasies, and something else is lacking. What's lacking? If you don't know the answer to what is lacking, the answer, I guarantee you, is not going to be at the end of another fetish. It's not going to be at the end of another hardcore session, you know, that was more degrading or humiliating more perverse than the sessions before this, the others. That's not going to give you the answer that you're looking for. It's a distraction. Sometimes it can be a nice distraction, but give yourself 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and you're faced with those same issues that you were running from. Do you keep going in these cycles 
where you run to the lifestyle, run to other people, run to your fetishes? Do you keep running or do you find it in yourself to hold up the mirror, look at what you're seeing and address what you're seeing? This podcast is about tumultuous relationships and the roles that you may play in them. If you're at the point where you really want to love someone and be loved by someone and you have a knack for pushing people away or having people run away or cheat on you, you either need to look at, well, you need to look at several things, the the people that you're choosing, you know, what's going on with your character, are you choosing people with the right traits, you need to look at yourself. Are you communicating um, honestly about who you are and where you are in life and what you want? Are you saying that you want to be married, but you really don't? Are you saying that you want to have children, but you really don't? Are you saying that you want to be in a relationship with this person, but you're only there because they offer you something that you think will benefit you? If you are using people, if you are abusing people, if you are doing other anything other than communicating honestly with yourself and therefore more likely communicating honestly with others, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And that pattern of being in tumultuous relationships is just going to continue. It will not break on its own. This is not a cycle that just stops because somewhere deep inside you're a good guy and somewhere deep inside you know you can do better. These patterns aren't going to stop because you know you can do better. These patterns are going to stop because you fucking do better. If you are surrounded by chaos and dysfunction, hold up the mirror, take a really good long look at yourself and see how you are contributing to the turmoil around you. You may not be 100% um, responsible for it, and you're not. But how are you contributing? Because I tell you what, I simply don't allow people in my space who, who create drama and bullshit. They're not allowed in my space. That's my truth. So I'm not going to have these stories of interacting with people who, you know, do all kinds of crazy things and then, you know, and and then she keyed the car and then she did this and then she said that. How well do you know yourself? Is that acceptable? If that's acceptable, then stay there and keep dealing with it. But if you know that you are more, you are more than that, you are more than someone else's bullshit and drama, then you draw the line. You acknowledge that this is this is not for you, and you do something about it. You're not a victim here, guys. If there is a string of crazy relationships and stuff and drama and situations, and you find yourself in the midst of it, you are either contributing to it, you are either creating it, or you are passively accepting it, or a combination of all of those things. If you want better, do better. And doing better starts with you. This has been another segment 
of Heart and Soul. Today we talked about tumultuous relationship cycles, and I hope that this has been helpful to those of you inside the lifestyle and out. If you would like to know more about me and my services, go to www.alisacoaches.com. Guys, have a good one.